What's in a name? What's in a name? As I mentioned in the introduction to this Mass, as we were coming to, to worship the Lord today, we have this special memorial of St. Agnes today, whom we celebrate. And St. Agnes is a very, very powerful intercessor for us. And I believe it was the fourth century, uh, under, uh, I believe, Diocletian, the, the Roman emperor, there was very severe persecutions. And Agnes had already dedicated herself and consecrated herself to a life of virginity for Christ, even at a young age. And because of this, and because of the persecutions of the Roman Empire on Christians, they, they were trying to, to find those who were, were living the faith of Christianity and persecuting them, you know, bringing them before the, the, tri the, the tribunal and the, and the governors and, and putting them to death. And Agnes, in a very special way, was espoused to Christ. She had consecrated her virginity and her whole life to Christ already. And she had taken our Lord Jesus as her spouse. And I think there were some influential people who wanted her hand in marriage and to, to uh, you know, have her as their, her, as, as their wife. But she refused because she said, you know, I already belong to Christ. I already belong to my beloved, you know. There, there is no earthly, uh, earthly husband for me, but my heart is already given to, to the beloved who is Christ, and I already belong to him. But what's in a name? We look at Agnes's name, St. Agnes, and we know that in, in Latin, her name, Agnes, is Agnus. And Agnus, as we hear Often in, in the Mass, and, and when, we, when we hear it sometimes in Latin, you know, Agnus Dei, Quitolis Peccata Mundi. Agnus Dei, the Lamb of God. But Agnus in Latin means lamb. And we can think of the, uh, the many ways in the Lord's used in salvation history to speak to us through the lamb. And we have a, a very beautiful image up here in our shrine of, of the lamb, right above the sanctuary. And we know that Passover lamb in the Old Testament, but pouring out his blood, not, not simply as a, as a lamb of, of years ago, but as the precious lamb of God himself, Christ, pouring out his blood for you and I to be set free. But Agnes also bears this name, Agnus, the lamb. And she truly exemplifies that in her own life as the... St. Ambrose recounts in, in some of his accounts of St. Agnes that she was only 12 years old, 12 years old when they were, were putting her on trial and bringing her before the executioner. And it said she had this supernatural just confidence. You know, think of young people, maybe 12 years old or, or youths, and maybe they don't have, you know, maybe, maybe different things in life can kind of easily, easily bother or upset, but Agnes was facing certain death, but with a deep supernatural confidence and peace that she belongs to God and that the Lord has chosen her and that she stood fast and stood firm in the face even of, of her own death in bearing witness to Christ as the, an innocent lamb of God. And what a powerful example for us, especially for, for the youth, um, an example of purity 
an example of giving oneself to Christ fully. But what's in a name? We also see in this gospel passage today that Jesus is calling to himself a people, a chosen people. And again, we know in the Old Testament that Moses was summoned up the mountain by God, and he comes down, and then he appoints and has them set up the 12 tribes of Israel, and he constitutes them as the people of God through the words of the Lord, and there's this Israel is, is, is born, these 12 tribes. But here we have Christ as the new Moses, Jesus once more going up the mountain, scripturally, which is the meeting place between God and man, and he calls those whom he wanted to come to him. And I think that's important, those whom he wanted. He has a, a desire in his heart to call those whom he loves, whom he desires to come to himself. And it says they came to him. And it says he appointed the 12. He appointed the 12, whom he also named apostles. And it drives this point home even further again because it echoes the same thing once more. It says, he appointed the 12. And then he goes on to list the names. Simon, whom he named Peter. James, son of Zebedee. John, and, and all the rest. But I think this is a powerful message for you and I today in the Feast of St. Agnes. That the Lord calls us by name. That in the Christian life, the Lord has not come into this world uh, to, to kind of just generally uh, call us or, or kind of in a, that, that we're a nameless face or a sort of forgotten statistic, but that Jesus Christ has a personal relationship and a personal call for each one of us in our lives. And even more than that, he knows us by name. He fashioned us. He formed us. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, he says to us. The same thing he said to Agnes, called her by name. The same thing he said to Simon Peter, to James, to John, Andrew, Philip, all the apostles. He says the same to you and I today. He's not lost and, or, or uh, just limited to those 2,000 years ago, but he's here and now living and speaking and breathing to you and I and calling each one of you, each one of us, each one of you, by name. And what's in a name? It says Jesus appointed 12, whom he also named apostles. And this is what he said the apostles, the, the, the task in Scripture. It says that they might be with him, and he might send them forth to preach and have authority to drive out demons. And so in this Christian journey, when the Lord, his gospel message, that yes, it's true, he has this power, this authority to bring this salvation to the world. And, and we have experienced in our own lives in various ways that the Lord speaks to us. And he speaks his word of life to you and I. And it's a word that is a, as a, as a word of life. And it's a word of love that is more powerful than death, as is evidenced by his resurrection. And when we receive this word in faith, we begin a new life. We become a new creation. You can say in a manner of speaking, we are called by a new name. And that name 
is bound up with Christ's name, Jesus' name, which means God saves. And we are one body, one spirit in Christ through our baptism and through our continued yes of walking with the Lord in faith. But how do we, how do we say yes to the Lord? How do we live out this calling that he invites us to? Well, like the Lord says today, that they might be with him. So first, we have to be with the Lord. We have to spend time with him in prayer. Hear his voice calling us, not just in a vague, general way, but by name, he speaks to you. And he says, come, I call you. Whatever your uh, past life is, whatever the sins that we struggle with, I call you out of the darkness. And I call you into my own wonderful light. Walk with me. I have something for you. I have a new life awaiting you. And so to be with the Lord. And even if at times, you know, we, we've maybe said yes before and then we recognize, you know, I've, I've fallen, I've sinned, I've, I've, I've betrayed the Lord in my heart in, in, a, in a big way and I feel like, does he even want me? Does he even care about me? You know, I, I've, I've turned from him. How can he continue to, to want me? But that's in a special way as we are here at the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy This is the voice of mercy who speaks to us, especially when we are feeling our woundedness, when we're feeling our sin, when we're feeling our brokenness, and that old man, so to speak, raises its head. The Lord says, I'm still calling you. I'm still inviting you. The apostles had some pretty pretty big wounds in their life, some pretty big brokenness, but the Lord didn't turn away from them. He called after them all the more. Come after me. As we hear from St. Faustina, the greater the sinner, the greater the right he has to my mercy. So the Lord continues to beckon, even in the midst of our woundedness, as he did with the apostles, as he did with Peter. And so once we're with him, and we spend time with him in prayer, and we hear the Lord calling us by name, the one who knows us more deeply than even we know ourselves, once we receive that deep in our hearts, then the Lord says that he might send them forth to preach, to have authority to drive out demons. In other words, to go on mission. And so when we receive the Lord's voice and his call deep in our hearts and we say, yes, Lord, I belong to you, then we're ready to go forth, to be a light to others, to carry on the same mission that Christ himself had in this world to preach the good news, to be a bearer of light in the world, to say there is a love that's stronger than death. There is something greater in the world. There is something greater in Christ that breaks through all fear, all sin, all barriers, and we need not fear because we are with Christ. And so as we continue with this liturgy on the Feast of the memorial of St. Agnes, the Lamb of God. And as we hear Simon, the, the 12 appointed, you know, Simon the Rock and James and John and Andrew and Philip called by name. I encourage you to, to take time with the, the Lord today in prayer and hear him calling you by name, beckoning you, summoning you to himself, just as he did with Agnes and with the apostles. So he calls you today. Take time. And let him speak to you. Let him call you by your name. And as you do, as you hear him and listen to him, 
Allow him to just gaze upon you with that love that that, that love that, that breaks through whatever crust or barriers or, or wounds that we have in our life. And the gaze of the Lord breaks through all of these. And he calls you, just as you are, to walk with him today in newness of life. So we ask in a special way, St. Agnes, pray for us. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.